Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Question Session. I don't know what this voice is. But this is what <laughs> we're doing. <laughs> Sounds like you're trying. Are you trying to be British or like maybe it's like when you like da 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 da? Oh, you've caught me reading. You've caught me bitching. Good good evening. It sounds like. Oh, oh, I think I know what you're trying to do. It's Are you trying to be like Michael Sheen in Good Omens? I mean, not I, quite. I feel like actually... That's the vibe I'm dignified. getting. Actually, okay, well, that's the vibe I'm giving off. That's the, vibe, that's the vibe I'm getting right now. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Question Session, episode seven of season two. I am your host, number one. I am very excited to introduce you to yet another guest host number two as OG ge- uh, non-guest host number two. Shocker still has a baby, in fact. Crazy, uh, okay. I know. So so I'm guest host like two and a half, technically. <laughs> well, I, mean, I feel like everyone can either rotate as guest host number two. Otherwise, I'm going to lose track. It's like, I oh, mean, guest host number 75. Um, Excuse me. I was guest host number 47. Well, How like, dare you? Do I have to be a number? Like, can I be guest host dragon or guest yeah. host, I don't know, Pegasus? Yeah. What would Why you, what would a... you, the world is your, the world is your oyster. Oh, what would you oh, like man. to be? Oh, man. Don't, don't put this on me. I guess. <laughs> you just put it on me. <laughs> I did this to myself. <laughs> well, uh, let's go with guest host dragon. I okay. mean, dragons are pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> I'm excited to welcome you all, welcome you all to the studio today, and we have with us a guest host dragon, <laughs> wonderful guest host dragon, who I love very, very much. I I love you too. <laughs> that was very non-dragon-like. Apologies. I am regular, average, vanilla white bread host number one, the one who is... Just happy that she isn't having the same audio issue she was having last time. It seems to be running smoothly for a hot minute, the recording software. Hallelujah. (laughs) It's being a real probalo. But guest host, not number two, also, point five. (laughs) Guest host, guest host Dragon, would you like to introduce yourself to our audience and band of snakes? Hey, so welcome. Hello, snakes. I am guest host Dragon, as you have (laughs) Just heard. Thank you very much to OG host number one for inviting me on. I am very happy to be here. And yeah, let's, shall we kvetch? Shall the kvetchin commence? Shall we? Yes, we shall. Let let, let us, let the kvetchin commence in. But before we get started, the same thing I say every single time we do this. As always, all of the thoughts and opinions and feelings and expressions that we feel and express and think during this show only represent the opinions of myself and or host, I'm going to call you host number dragon. This is just a roll of the host number I love dragon. It. Do it. And don't reflect the views of anyone else, frankly, including OG host number two, our friends, our family, current employers, past employers, places we volunteer with, places we might volunteer with in the future. You get the gist, but I'm just laying it out in the beginning. Alternate identities and alternate universes. Well, you know, I, I would hope, but we, we got to cover all the bases, you know. Yeah. You gotta, you know <laughs> just, just covering bases. So this is going to be a fun one because this is this is. I think these are all convention topics that our wonderful guest host Dragon feels very strongly about from a life of personal experience, and maybe not a life as it pertains to Le Pandemique, but. Just strong feelings about it. And so I'm excited. I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready to share some feelings and some thoughts about some things. Okay. Let's, shall we, 
Shall we? Yep, I got I got my uh, beverage in hand. So excellent. So dragon is the dragon is ready. The dragon is not going to fucking add, play. That'll yeah. add fuel to the convention <laughs> fire. Let's say fuel so of I, uh, alcohol. <laughs> so let let's start. Let's start with what I've really badly titled. Sing it loud, but with a mask, please. The unique challenges of performing, especially when you're using your voice. So singing during COVID. And being an educator in the performing arts field, Lord knows it is hard enough for teachers that aren't literally instructing students on how to spray particles out of their mouth, like (laughs) intentionally. That is, if you are not spraying particles out of your mouth, you're not doing it right. Yeah. Um, And this, again, this is, I can only speak to guest host Dragon's experiences. I think a lot of what we have to say here can apply to anyone who works in the performing arts field, you know, not just the performers or educators, but whether you work mm. backstage, behind the mm-hmm. scenes, in the marketing field, because there's so many layers to this, right? So mm. just, again, I can only speak to guest host Dragon's experience. So if your experience is different and you're employed in the arts, then fly free, you know. Your opinion is valid. Your opinion. This is the show. We're talking about this particular thing right now. This your your opinions are not- valid. Your feelings are valid. If you feel like what I'm saying or what host number one is saying is incorrect then you do well, you probably not in a certain circumstance We're probably not but this We're probably is our, not. this is this is our unique this speaking from dragon's personal experience and my hanging on hanging on the dragon's tail just kind of observing experience <laughs> to be honest with you uh, i had this image of you it's like it's like i had this game of thrones image of you Dracarys. <laughs> oh it was like me just like hanging on to the tail they're like i'm here too <laughs> yeah sure okay so i almost suggested to you the title like the show must go on Mm, as it pertains to a topic we're getting into but i didn't want to get give your listeners the wrong impression that you all were closing down so i'm like oh no maybe let's save that (laughs) i mean this is this is host number one's podcast well, it's the host number one's podcast that she has not even rested from host number two, just temporarily taken control of. And if it's not clear, there's a reason why host number two has a baby and host number one doesn't have a baby because host number one can barely take care of a barely sentient podcast. So, <laughs> you know, it's going great. Well, I but- think ho- I think host number one's doing beautifully because I love her. Thanks. But anyway, singing, spraying the particles out of the mouth and... Because I love host number one and I love all the snakes, I went through the trouble. If you go to Disney Plus, if you have it, or if you know your spouse, partner, whoever. Unprecedented levels of work for this podcast, I would like you all to know. <laughs> Unprecedented levels of work and effort. I so mean, like, hashtag, hashtag the things I do for love. So <laughs> if you go, anyway, if you go to Disney Plus, if you have access to an account, whether it be your own or someone else's. And if you else's, don't, borrow a friend's, borrow a family's, whatever. Disney has enough money, they'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. So if you go to the musical Hamilton, and if you go, this is how much I love you guys. If you go to exactly the 22.04 mark, the 22.04 mark. 22 minutes and four seconds, ladies and gentlemen. You will see King George as sung by Christoph himself, Jonathan Groff. You will see these spits flying out of his mouth in this beautiful close-up. One might say he's especially good at expectorating. Oh, I see what you did there. Hey, mm-hmm. I mean, Disney, they, they, they got to keep with the brand, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, this is a true story, slightly, slight non sequitur, but I, I actually, 
there were actually articles around the time it came out in July 2020 that were saying, oh, Jonathan Groff chose to spit as a character choice because King George was mad in real life. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure like, he was just practicing hawking loogies in the mirror before going on stage. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's like, no, he's a he's a good performer and he's doing his job well. So, yes, when one sings, was does spray particles everywhere. Hence why one of the, perfor- the performing arts have been one of the hardest hit fields mm-hmm. during this pandemic right here. And in, in researching, there is an article released by the National Association of Teachers of Singing, a.k.a. NATS for short. NATS. Um, NATS, yes. As, as you know, I'm sure you know from the CDC, those lovable... Those lovable. Those lovable rascals, <laughs> am I right? Just I saying know. stuff that's totally not weird. Not oh, weird at CDC. all. Everything's fine. They know what they're doing. <laughs> I CDC what you're doing. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> the risk of infection, if you're close, so the closer you are, the more likely you are to get infected. Hence why you're hearing now, the term 16 I know this around. is like, I know this is a shocker to some people. It's, it's crazy. It's wild to me that that host number dragon has to explain this to people still it should be fairly common knowledge in the year of our lord 2022 which by the way happy 2022 everyone hopefully it's all right yeah did you know that being closer to a sick person especially with covid increases the likelihood that you too will in fact get that thing shock yeah case in point i don't i don't remember if i sent you this article host number one but right at the, when this was all, when, Going COVID, down. when COVID was a little baby, a little, little colicky, colicky baby, yeah. Just a, little, just a little colicky baby. There was a choir in Seattle, and this was like before we, this is before they, everyone decided masks weren't just for healthcare workers and everybody right. needed them. Mm. So there, anyway, there was this choir out in the, I believe it was Seattle, who said, oh, sure, we can rehearse. We'll just oh, put yeah. the chairs. We'll just put the chairs six feet apart from one another, and we'll all be fine. And then we just won't touch or eat out afterwards. But spoiler no. alert, that didn't work out. I remember no. that. I remember that. Like the choir, where, like a bunch of them got COVID, right? Because mm-hmm. you know how the, the, which which you were saying that. And even honestly, the six foot rule now doesn't even apply with Miss 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 Omicron, but. Even before that, when one could argue that six feet is generally reasonably okay, that doesn't count when you are literally <laughs> expectorating particles. Yeah. With your mouth open. Singing, especially if you have a mixture of amateur and professional singers, and everyone is different. Everyone's individual singing style is different. I'm sure, you know, singer A maybe expectorates more than singer B, whatever. And my pedagogy professors are like recoiling in horror. <laughs> anyway. Um, but, the yeah. technical term is spit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the, the TLDR of this is singing does, it is generally agreed on that singing does involve more aerosol particles. So in an enclosed space with inadequate ent- ventilation, very fine droplets and aerosol particles can build up in that airspace, and 99.99999% of uh, pre Miss Pandemic singing events happen indoors. So, mm-hmm. hence why it can be extra, extra sketchy. Rem- I remember at the beginning, churches were considered, you have to go into church, was mm-hmm. considered like participating in a super spreading event. And one of the factors in that was, especially if you sing frequently at a church. Yeah. So, yeah, but 
basically the the punchline of this is that I don't think you need to be a singer to understand that if you're physically exerting yourself or increasing the intensity of your voice, yelling, it doesn't have to be singing, yelling or running on a treadmill or doing anything where you're engaging in physical exercise, you're going to exhale more respiratory fluids. We've all been there. We've all been there where we've been in like an excited conversation and you're, oh shit, I definitely know I just, uh, oh my God. It's, <laughs> it's, it's abundantly clear that there's significantly higher, again, emission of particles, which is very clearly a huge transmissible, the like, issue of transmission with COVID. And it is much more dangerous compared to mouth breathing and regular speaking because it's just you're not throwing you're not throwing them particles out. So right, far. and even like that can apply to straight theater as well, not just singing. Because when you do straight theater, you project, mm-hmm. and you have to send your voice back. You have to again use the word project to the back of the house. Yeah. So again, you're using more respiratory particles than you normally would than if I was just speaking like face to face with somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but what's fun is that as with, as with all, all teachers or performers, because everything's back to normal now, right? Ha ha, cue the laugh mm-hmm. track, everything's back to normal now. So everyone is saying to all of these wonderful singers and performers, or, and to your point, backstage folks, tech folks, people who work in the industry, come on back! Everything's fine now. It's less fine, it's, maybe. It, it depends. I will say, I, t- I try to be cautiously optimistic. I just say, it can be done. But, but it's not there are, simple. Yeah. There, there, are, there, are, there are procedures. There are steps. Tell us what these procedures and so, steps are, dragon. Take a wild guess. Oh, does it have something to do with, hmm, getting does it begin a with sh- an, oh, oh. Does oh. it begin with a, a V and <gasps> ends with an accinated? <laughs> Ooh, boop, 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 boop. Get fucking vaccinated if you're not, you yes, dumbass. please. Also, like all your children, now all your children that are eligible that you were sending to these singing lessons, okay? Or if you're in college and you're going to singing lessons, get or like any the kind vaccine. Of, any kind of lessons, really. Like if yeah. you want to participate in the arts, if you want to have a social life, just get just the shot get and get boosted. And, and get boosted. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna just read directly from the article here. Yeah, we're we're it. never gonna achieve zero risk for a viral infection. Basically, reach this point. We're not gonna get. Was it herd immunity? At this point, well, not the the rate we're fucking going. No. Well, no, of course. I think we, I think we like passed that threshold a long, long time ago. But if we, the, I think the uh, the hope now is that it'll become like an endemic infection. But I will, I will interject. This obviously, this is a whole other topic that we absolutely are going to get into another episode of the podcast. This is completely ignoring the situation of those who are undergoing cancer treatment, immunocompromised for other mm-hmm. reasons, where they're basically being told at this point, like, well, guess it's fine if you die. Just to be clear, yeah. we're not cool with that. No, no, uh, no. We're talking, we're talking more. Dragons do other. not stand. Dragons do not stand that behavior. Right. So just <laughs> want to make that clear in a time where it sure seems like a lot of people in positions of health-related governmental power kind of seem to be making that kind of statement. Anyway. Yeah. My tangent is done. That, thank you. That Thank you, host number one. That's a very important reminder. Point is uh, vaccination can make 
SARS-CoV-2, comparable to many other respiratory infections. You know, it's still not great. I'm not saying, hey, if you're vaccinated, go out and get it. No, go please. Go make out. Please. Go lick some, lick some doorknobs. Please. Do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> go, you know, lick some toilets in the airport Ooh. bathroom or like don't whatever. Ever, even, it, no, listen, if yeah. you were licking toilets before COVID, I don't trust you. <laughs> exactly. But no, people are actually doing that. I think it's a start of the, I don't know. Oh. God. If if our society like I think we were already eating Tide Pods by that point, so I yeah, think yeah, we yeah. were past the point of no return already. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so anyway, get and again, vaccinated. Yes, and, vaccinated. and boosted. It just, and boosted. It's, it's just it's not just for yourself. It's for others around you. Um, I mean, obviously that lovable sex maggot Uncle Ron <laughs> has changed the game. I would and, also I would also just love to say that to all of you people who are like, I can't wear a mask. I can't link this in a mask. I hate to bring it to you, but singers sing in masks. I'm sure they don't love it, but singers sing in masks. You can like not it can be do done. It. It, you can you can exist in a mask if singers can fucking literally do their job in Thank a mask. you. Yes. But I and I mean wonderful. But Vaccinating, vaccination and boosting are still make a highly significant difference. It is way, 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 way safer for for a vaccinated boost and boosted person to have a singing lesson or a rehearsal even with other vaccinated and boosted people mm-hmm. than it is not. Mm-hmm. And also, and I think this one is getting overlooked quite a bit, and for some reason, is a uh, ventilation. That's very, very important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even like if you just pop open a window. Better than nothing. Not great, but better than nothing. Not great, but be- better than nothing. And I, what's encouraging to see, though, is a lot of businesses are, well, as they should be, businesses are investing in air purifiers with HEPA filters. And as a good news, you don't have to spend 500 bucks if you want one for yourself. Ooh. They got the portable ones on Amazon that'll cost you about 40 bucks. So. Yeah, I mean, there, there's the point being is whether or not you want to support Mr. Bezos. You can get they sell fail, air filters that aren't like industrial grade, mm-hmm. cost five hundred thousand dollars for a small warehouse. There are options for sort of everyone in every circumstance, especially people who are going to find themselves in a situation where they are going to be expectorating yes. into a mask around other people. Yes, exactly. And yep, as host number one pointed out, singing in the mask, no one wants to do it. It can be done. Mm-hmm. I was at a dragon convention, <laughs> let's say, <laughs> where singing was happening. And I always tell you, all professionals were in masks. Not not one complaint about it. And that was some freaking hard music, let me tell you. This, yeah. like, singing is like Olympic level speech, let's say. So. Yeah, anyone who's never actually done any kind of singing, even is a casual. There's just. It. It's. I think what most people think, oh, singing is easy, I would probably default to, like, throat singing, which is A, bad, and B, will destroy your fucking throat yes, if you actually yes. keep doing that for a while. There is so much... Google Charlotte Church. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, actually, like, no, that's a bad example, but... For if, for anyone who... I, I don't think there's many of you who think it's easy, but if any of you are listening, you're like, bah, I can do singing, uh, Well, okay. even think about, like, how many singers end up at um, the hospital from, like, vocal misuse. I think we have, like, Adele, mm-hmm. John Mayer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's others who I'm blanking on right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For but sure. But the point is, you have to use your instrument very carefully. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, 
you be fucked. Sorry. Speaking of speaking of instruments, are you the? Did you tell me that masks for wind instruments exist? Yes. Yeah, so amazing. Ha- so hashtag I am not a wind player. <laughs> I mean, I've seen them. I don't know anything about them, but they exist apparently. So I mean, what a great thing about the arts community is that they're constantly innovating, and we'll we'll get to this later in the show. Yeah. So people adapt. It can be done. Also, singing is for singing. If you want a good mask, they now manufacture them. Yeah. So there are plenty of options to choose from. If you sing in the choir or you're a professional, or you take lessons. Yeah. A KN95 will do in a pinch because yeah. unlike a surgical, it does give you some room. And mm-hmm. I mean, again, it doesn't feel amazing, but it's better than yeah. getting COVID. So <laughs> to all of those people who are like, well, it's inevitable. Like, what are you going to do? Uh, guest host Dragon put an incredible example. If you if you do shit right, you can do all of this. Like you can you can do the arts, you can sing, you can perform, you can mm-hmm. have these things go and it's going to be okay. It's contingent on everyone fucking being adults and following the protocols, but I don't know if you want to share that example. Yeah, I think sure. it's really cool. So the example I shared with host number 1 is actually the Met Opera, which is the I think it's yeah, it's the largest opera company in the United States currently. Mm. It's like the big guys. And what they've they've actually have not had a single canceled performance all season. <laughs> get like li- let's they have <laughs> not well and we're get, we're about to get to this. I know all of you are like oh Broadway, but tr- trust me, we're getting to it. We're like, getting not to had it. a single shutdown. That's incredible. Watch it like close the day this is released. <laughs> but, but even if it does, it lasted. It outlasted literally everybody else because they had their shit together. That's true. Yep. And they said, this is, I'm quoting directly from the New York Times here, the Mets health protocols are among the strictest in the performing arts. The company now gives all employees PCR tests three times a week. Three times a week. Three times a week. PCR, too. Um, rapid testing is fine, too, if, if in a pinch, but PCR right. is the quote-unquote mm-hmm. gold standard if you can find mm-hmm. an appointment. <laughs> yeah, which. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the singers wear masks even during rehearsals. And again, these are like the Olympic level athletes of singers. So if they can do it, then you can sing happy birthday in a mask. <laughs> yeah. And they're if they haven't already, they're going to require employees and audiences to have gotten the booster mm-hmm. before entering the building. Yes. Which I think is an interest. It's a good, I think this is kind of a good segue into, as I mentioned, we're going to talk a little bit about our friends uh, down the street on Broadway. Give my uh, they're not doing to Broadway. Because you're really, oh boy, really if fucked how, right now. <laughs> if, if, if how they've, if how their delightful audiences have been acting is any indication, God bless you, Met. Hopefully maybe they may, I don't, I have no, I have no hope in the human race, but uh, good luck with that. Yeah, and Good as a disclaimer, I do not work for the Met. I'm not affiliated with them. If someone happens to be listening to this who is, and it's the, what the New York Times is reporting is not true, I believe you. Let me know. I'm just <laughs> I'm just quoting from the... Once again, reach us at the email we have not provided you or our Twitter if you can exactly, find it. Exactly. I just know that they haven't had a single canceled performance this mm-hmm. season, and I'm just quoting from the source. Anyway. Broadway. Broad, Broadway. Mm. Yes. All right. So, when, an example of a place that maybe hasn't done so well. So, when Lil Miss Delta was, you know, prancing her way onto the scene back in the, was it July? August? Which sounds like a precocious child star, but is in fact not. 
Right? Oh, it's Lil Miss Delta. <laughs> Lil, Lil Miss, Lil Miss Delta. Lil Miss Delta gonna infect all the peoples. <laughs> yeah, that's anyway. not. Uh, it's not really child star material. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, compared to now, I mean, yeah, we didn't know so, how good we had it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were hand. They were handling it. They were sort of learning how to manage to you know our earlier points with masking and filters and what have you. Flashback uh, to um, I think it was like June twenty twenty one when they're like, "Hooray, Broadway's back!" Woo! Everything's great. Everything is great, and everyone was so excited. And Little Miss Delta's like, "Uh, yeah, what about me, y'all?" <laughs> That, that was the worst Southern accent ever, but whatever. The Broadway community, again, we're like, okay, we will require masks and vaccination cards for audiences. And that worked for a time. There was the huh. occasional breakthrough case now and again. But for the most part, it held up pretty well until, um, I'd say, yeah, December 2021. And when, again... Gee, what, uh, uh, guest host Dragon, what happened in December? Well... Don't know if you've heard, again, our friend, that feisty, devious, uh, for some reason I picture him, I guess I'm thinking of Ron Swanson, because like, I picture, <laughs> I picture him. When, don't, don't put Ron Swanson I know, this. I'm sorry, Ron Swanson. I, <laughs> no, air Omicron. And, mm, little, no, not well, so lovely little Miss Omicron, or as you so wonderfully said earlier, sex maggot Uncle Ron. Sex maggot Uncle which Ron. Which I can't say with a straight face. Hey, Ran in like a fucking bull in a china shop and destroyed shit. Yep. And so the breakthroughs came through fast and furious, like a rampage. Yeah. And, and it, yeah. Go and ahead. It, but, well, just you were sending me some articles just when we've seen it. Breakthrough cases of COVID are shutting shows down. It is going through the cast. I, if you're not familiar with all these shows, they have, what is it? Are they called swings? People who can do a bunch of different parts. So if mm-hmm. the lead is out, if someone else is out, they can do it. You can't have, if all the swings are out because half of the cast has COVID, you can't really do the show anyway. No, nope, so, you cannot. Or if half the tech people have COVID or if half the orchestra has COVID. It just, it makes it hard. <laughs> not everyone's a swing. No. Nope. So. Yeah, and they do have testing protocols but usually, and this is, again, just from word of mouth, what I've heard is that, say, like, your call time is half an hour before curtain. So you get there, you get tested, you get into makeup, you're getting ready to go on stage, waiting for your cue. It's like, oh, you tested positive. Guess what? Happy you break a leg. <laughs> a surprise. Yeah, exactly. And it also doesn't help that, unsurprisingly, in our wonderful US of A, people are garbage. People yeah. are garbage people. And so in response to this, rather than understanding that people in the arts are in fact human, I know, shock and awe, snakes, keep it, cool it, cool it. Yes, yes, they are people too. Mm-hmm. They're being assholes. Uh. People are ripping, and this, I mean, this is not exclusive to the arts. We were talking about that right now. I mean, we've all heard about the things in New York where they had the vaccine card mandates. People were like attacking people. Staff members are having their masks ripped off. Yep. Who, by people who are angry that they have to follow basic safety protocols, people, uh, audience members taking their mask off and screaming, which again happens everywhere. But holy shit, you guys! Like seriously, seriously. And then there are audience members who are showing fake vaccine cards because, of course, there are fake vaccine cards because Merca, or just a blaming people who are working there for shows getting canceled. Exactly. Bartenders being assaulted by people who are mad that their show got canceled. Also, like, can we just step back for a minute? How wild is it that you're even trying to run a Broadway show in the middle of a pandemic? 
whatever your risk tolerance is, you should just be feel so goddamn special that you live in a place where you even have that ability to do it. We have, you're able to get vaccinated. Yes. Boosters are available so that you can even, and not even like fully safely because Omicron's a bitch, but like semi, and again, this totally leaves out the entire immunocompromised population, which is bullshit. But like, you, you're you a person who feels like you can be in this place with apparently no major risk of personal harm to yourself. How are you not just so in awe of that and like, boo-hoo, I'm sorry that someone got sick because you're living in a fucking pandemic. Ugh. Because, yeah, hashtag US of A. <laughs> so, and just, or just, yeah, it's, 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 it's wild. Ridiculous. This is not unique to the arts, but it's just. And also, this- are people using like, my favorite is like, but I'm vaccinated as an excuse. It's like, yeah, no, that, that you may be like, congratulations. You want a fucking medal? It's yeah. like, you did the bare minimum at this point. Right. It's just, or like, and I think uh, it's, it's a little sad that even some, it sounds like some leadership from within sort of the oh yeah. theater industry are not, they're not spitting in the face of workers, but uh, well, I'm not I'll, exactly being supportive. No, I mean, in regards to what you said about there being no swings or understudies available, I'm going to read a lovely quote by the president of the Broadway League. My educated guess is that the newest shows maybe have understudies that aren't as efficient in delivering the role as the lead is. It's like, Motherfucker, read our, see what we said earlier. If the entire, if half the fucking cast has COVID, it does not matter how many swings you have irrelevant yeah the show cannot go you could have first of all all these people are busting their asses and doing amazing jobs first and foremost second of all if half of the cast is out or a quarter of the cast is out it does not matter if you're an incredible swing is busting your ass the show ain't happening Mm -hmm. and also and for those of you who don't know what a swing does a swing is basically understudied like five or six parts which is so crazy. They have to jump on at like a notice, a moment's notice. So un- implying that they're maybe not as efficient or yeah, translation. Like, they're not a big a name. Jump on a notice for one of five plus parts, and that includes any lines. That includes d- choreography. choreography. So you you were learning five sets of choreography times like five sets of choreography for a given show, and you had to be ready to do any one of those five at a given moment. That's incredible. Yeah. So just the implication that, oh, well, again, this is going to get, this is going to be an issue that we touch on later, but a lot of Broadway actually relies on stunt casting nowadays. Let's, let's be real. Mm. And so the translation is that, oh, this person is not going to bring us the monies. So therefore we don't care about them. Yeah. That's honestly uh... the, which is eh, no bueno. Yeah. I think that is actually a really good segue in our last 10-ish minutes or so. I actually don't know how long we're going to go. But I think it's it's interesting that you have these people that are so incredibly talented and work so incredibly hard all the goddamn time because they don't get a break, certainly on Broadway, but elsewhere. But they're paid like shit and treated like shit. Let's be real. Like, they're paid mm-hmm. like shit and treated like shit unless you were one of the five really well-known, really, really famous people. And even then, you're probably being worked half to death. So what... Why is it this way? Why the why the fuck are the arts, which also one would argue during an incredibly stressful, horrible time like this, so many people rely on performers and the people who support the performers like, backstage, front of stage, to 
bring a little bit of levity into what is a shitty, shitty, shitty time. And so, like, e- why are the... Go ahead. I'm and sorry. not even... No, no, no. no not even just, like, the, the live performing arts, like, theater. Even, like, your favorite Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you going to discount those people who work on that? Yeah. You know, that you think they're creating it exclusively for you? Like, no. They have a fucking job to do. Right. And, and they're also um, treated like dirt. Before, but... To bring it to bring it shine bright, like going back to the Broadway shutdown, some cool things have come out of this. Hugh Jack, like speaking of, you know, somewhat stunt casting, but he's actually qualified. Hugh Jackman, the lead of the Music Man, his co-lead came down. His co-lead Sutton Foster, who's a Tony winner, she came down with COVID, and um, her so her swing, I think, had about four to six hours notice, maybe even less than that, to go on. Yeah. And. He and you know, being the lovely cinnamon roll that he is, he actually pointed her out at the end of the performance and made a note of that. Mm-hmm. And another cool thing is, um, in the show Wicked, again because they have Broadway is having this understudy shortage, they actually reached out to a woman who was the lead Alphaba several years ago, but has since you know made a career pivot and now works as a software engineer. But yep, she was flown in, did the green makeup, went on. And yeah, so you can't have it all, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But what what are let's 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 wrap up with okay, so you're so major kudos to Hugh Jackman for saluting this person who mm-hmm. did some incredible work on literally no notice. But let's say I'm just like Joe Blow. Let's assume I'm not an asshole, so I'm Joe Blow who's vaccinated and boosted, right? Or if not, if not, but I prefer to speak to the people who are not total ass wipes and are vaccinated and boosted. What can you do? You know, maybe you can't, maybe you can't or don't want to or don't feel comfortable or whatever going to Broadway and supporting a show, which is a whole other thing. How, how, how do we change this up? How do we, how can we more directly help and directly support the people that are like putting in this work every day? Well, since the dawn of time, I would say the arts have relied heavily on donors and patrons. And guess who those lovely people are? Whoa, 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 white dudes. Yeah. Shocker. Which, whoa, 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 white dudes. Yeah, yeah, white dudes. So, and this is actually a positive, I think, that is happening. I think more shows. To answer host number one's question, I would say you just need to seek out more diversity. Like, look for content by and stories by... Those who identify as women, um, the LGBTQIA plus community, BIPOC creators, and just basically seek to broaden your palette. Yeah. And there's also lots of ways to support that, even if you can't financially, because I think all the people are like, oh, like these stories don't, those stories exist. And again, to your point, the rich white patrons have no interest in telling them because they don't think there's interest, which is bullshit. There's tons of audiences who are going to love this, love, love, love this stuff that's coming out from people that aren't straight white men or people that aren't sort of industry standard. And so you can talk about it online. You can talk about it with your friends. You can talk about it on other platforms. Give it a chance. I think um, there was some, I think it was Ridley Scott, the director who said like, oh, well, I can't cast this, you know, unknown actor of color in my movie because then no one's going to go see it. And then I think it was, um, oh my goodness, what was her name? She, she voiced Mulan in Disney. Um, I won't, I won't know her name. Gonna look up the, her name the gal who voiced Mulan in Disney. Uh, Ming-Na Wen, that's her name. She said, mm-hmm. and I think makes an excellent point, well, how do you know that if you won't give that person a chance? 
Yeah. So maybe, and, and if like, you know, if you want to go see the big mainstream thing, that's fine. I'm not judging you. But maybe in addition, you could seek out a show or a, or a movie or a, even like an online channel that's done by someone, that's uh, created by someone whom you would not think to immediately seek out. Maybe you'll like it. Chances are you will. Yep. Yep, try exactly. New things. We all, when we were growing up, we all had to try new things as kids. And it's like, try it. You'll probably like it. And more often than not, unless you're a wildly picky eater, you probably liked it or didn't hate it as much as you thought you would. So, you know what? Just, just try it. Just try it. Because that also, the only thing you're, the worst thing you're doing, if, even if you come out of something, you're like, you know what? I watched this thing. It's not really my thing. You gave them a view. You gave them that. You gave them that chance. You and like, did. Sometimes giving them that chance is half of the battle. Seriously, and although, and again, I, I'm not a Broadway insider, so I, but I can't speak to this. And let's face it, theater and television, to a certain extent, has has always been miles ahead. I feel like of cinema, mm. for example, because um, I mean, the biggest show on Broadway right now is probably Hades Town, which was written mm. by a woman. And before that, it was Hamilton, which was written by Mr. Lin, Mr. Lin, who is Puerto Rican. <laughs> and both of those, I believe, have largely casts of color. So it can be done. People do want to see this and hear different stories. But if you don't give them a chance, it's not going to happen. Right. Stop. Stop. You you are part of you are. How do I phrase this? You are part of the solution. Yes, you, individual listening to this, you are part of the solution. Don't sort of grow, grow, throw your hands up and go, oh, big money, big corporations like I have. In, like, in, in some senses, it certainly feels that way. But for things like media, like your voice has a lot of power. Yes. And it doesn't mean we have to cancel old properties or throw them in the dustbin. I think if you go back through all of Western culture, you're going to find problematic elements. Nothing is perfect. Colonization has affected everything, all forms of art. But that being said, it doesn't mean you have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Right. Just educate yourself. Recognize why it may be seen as a difficult subject now or of- offensive, for lack of a better term, now. And right. just have that perspective. It doesn't mean you have to, like, say, oh, it's evil and I'll never watch it again. <laughs> well, and it's the kind of, it's the thing of, like, don't not, people were like, oh, I don't want to talk to my kids about race. It's like, so why not? Like, it, race racism is a like race is a thing and racism is a thing and you not telling your kids about it is not going to change that fact no it's not going to it's not going to make it go away yeah and it's certainly not going to help or make it go away and you can't banish all the racists to like racist island or something like that they're going to encounter that you know in spite of your best efforts (laughs) so on that note we're pretty much we're 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 pretty much out of time only only as an artist i just want to say you know you do you artists but rage quitting throwing up your hands saying like oh this is all a big you know corporate setup that's in my opinion again you do you that's not the solution diversifying your portfolio is great you know if you want Mm -hmm. to pick up a correlating or side career again you do you but yelling at everyone and throwing a tantrum instead of joining the everyone the people who are eager to make change that that's just an attention gang move it solves nothing the solution starts with you hell yeah and you can do different and then so just change up the media you consume look for look for look for different platforms also uh, supporting your in terms of supporting your favorite artists uh, patreon is a good way for online creators it's a very cost efficient way i think it's about like three dollars a month or coffee is a good way 
K-O-F-I. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. you can make a one-time contribution if your favorite artist has a coffee page. So yeah, just look for little things. It yeah. doesn't have if to you, be... There's ways you can contribute financially and not. And mm-hmm. you know, another... To end, I think the way that we can all contribute to both the future success of the arts and everything... We say at the end of every episode, get fucking vaccinated. We said it in the middle of the episode, and we're going to end by saying at the end of the episode, get vaccinated. Get boosted. Also, don't rip off your masks in theaters. Wear your mask, Karen. Wear your fucking mask. You'll be okay. Singers can sing in masks. Runners can run in masks. You can wear your fucking mask. You will survive. Do it. Definitely safer if you're doing it than if you're not. You are reducing your risk significantly. With that, I'm going to say in an angry way, Get vaccinated and boosted. Wear your damn masks. And for fuck's yes. sake, be kind to one another because this entire episode has been us talking about how people are not. So the, do the, it. The, Try the dra- doing the it dragon, The dragons command it. The dragons-, the dragons command it. And I, not neither you nor I, audience, have the ability to say no to that. So on that note, thank you very much, dragon host, guest host dragon, for, you, for host joining us one. on this podcast. Thank you. I, I, it was a lot of fun. I will wave as you fly away gracefully. And we'll see y'all. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.